The Prestige. There's a 2006 mystery thriller film directed by Christopher Nolan, written by Nolan and his brother, Jonathan, based on the 1995 novel of the same name by Christopher Priest. It follows Robert Angier and Alfred Borden, rival stage musicians in London at the end of the 19th century, obsessed with creating the best stage illusion. They engage in competitive one-upmanship with fatal results. The film stars Huge Penis, Batman, Scarlet Big Boobs, I'm Michael Caine, and The Goblin King as Elon Musk. Uh, The Prestige was released on October the 20th, 2006, to positive reviews and grossed $109 million million worldwide against a production budget of $40 million. It received an Academy Award nomination for Best Art Direction and Best Cinematography. Brad, Brad, mm. you're back. You're here. Um, I'm here for the moment. We'll see how we go. Feeling good, feeling fine, feeling magical. Did you see this one in the theatre when it came out? Oh, I did. Yep. And did I see the twist at all, even though it was so obvious and some pretty shit makeup? No, I did not know at the time because... Nobody gave a shit about Christian Bale, and so I wasn't really paying attention. Mmm, twists. Spoiler alert, this film has a twist. Scratching my chest. I hope you heard that. Yeah, I heard it. Good. Seems fairly uh, unirrelevant. What, what, what the hell are you talking about, for fuck's sake? What? <laughs> what was that ramble? About what? <laughs> it, it was a precise, defined commentary on this film, The Prestige, and how I felt at the time seeing it in the cinema. Yeah. So, did you realize that? You, uh, did you realize that uh, Christian Bale was playing both characters? No, I did not at the time, and that's what I just said. Fucking listen to me. <laughs> oh, it was a ramble. No, I was just saying I didn't notice because. Christian Bale, nobody knew who that cunt was at the time, you know? So I, did, I was like, I guess, I, like, re-watching it now, it's, you know, such an obvious twist and you pay attention to it. I, I think when I saw it at the cinema, it took me longer than I care to admit to cotton on to it. You know what I mean? I think when the film obviously shows you, that was when I picked it you know like eh, simpler times and i'm a simple person yeah i don't think i picked it up but when you once you see it you kind of know don't you so um Mm. it's pretty obvious in in hindsight but at the time i don't think people really picked up on that one and as a repeat that this guy was there with bad makeup there was he was always stood out like i noticed that i think i remember But I couldn't yeah. put it together or what really what was happening. Hmm. Yeah. No, yeah. it was, um, I remembered it being enjoyable at the time. I don't, uh, I don't think I left the cinema and raved about it to all my friends going, wow, the twist, fuck, it's amazing. And on this viewing, you know, you know the twist. And so I think it made it a lesser film on on this watch, I don't. I didn't really enjoy it. To be fair, just to drop that bombshell this early in the uh, episode. 
I think but if knowing, people have followed this podcast, uh, they know that generally you don't enjoy things, Brad. <laughs> <laughs> so no uh, one's just like shaking in their boots now I, going, I oh just, my God, Brad didn't enjoy something? I just Really? Are you kidding? <laughs> just high standards, you know? So when there is something, an episode where I enjoy it, you're damn right, it's fucking good, you know? Like stop giving me some half-assed film shit Chris Nolan jump straight to Inception I don't want to know about Hugh jacking off David Bowie not that that scene was in this film it's been a long day mm. I see your point mm. <laughs> not really <laughs> uh, you know you know so so first time watching was it you liked it, but you weren't going to rave about it kind of a film. Correct. First first time watching this film, I I did enjoy it. I remember personally coming out and going, oh, that was good. Oh, that twist was neat. Oh, and fuck, cloning, and he was killing himself. Oh, that's deep, you know, it, it, whenever I saw it, whenever this came out. But on repeated watching, knowing the twist all the way through, it just didn't stand up, you know. I just, I thought... Michael Caine, Michael Caine says to him, is your fucking double? No, that's not a very good Michael Caine. But, uh, and when you're rewatching it, you go, yeah, it's so fucking obviously a double. And then Hugh Jackman's just a fucking moron. So you're like the guy you're supposed to follow through in the story. I guess Hugh Jackman's the hero until the bad ending. Uh, you just think he's a fucking moron. Why does he deserve to know the trick? You know? I would say, like, when you have these films that rely on this one big trick, hmm. uh, once you know it, it takes the steam out the next time you see it. Mm. it In rebuttal to that, there is one film, listeners, that improves on the second viewing. I've never had any other film do it, and without a doubt, it's 100% a better film the second time through, is Shutter Island. Martin Scorsese, Scorsese, I don't know how you're supposed to say it. Uh, Leonardo DiCaprio, doesn't matter how you feel about him. Do you remember that film? Mm-hmm. First time I've watching it. it. Yeah, there you go. So you know the twist, right? Go and watch it again. It's 100%. A fucking amazing piece of filmmaking. When you know the twist and you watch the whole film again. Mind-blowing. Mm. Mm. Future episode. Yeah. I think um, the thing with this film is if I got to look at it with my little analytic, analytic mind. Mm. Oh, do it. That's say, what we're all here for. What's the deeper meaning of this film? What what's the deeper meaning? Dan think? There's... There's lots of themes to this movie that you could put it down to. Lots of different themes. Uh, one was about duality. One was about links you would go to to achieve your goal. Uh, magic it's versus two. technology. Yeah, things like that. Oh, yeah. It's three. And, and, and when you're watching it as a film, it's very interesting. It's you, there's t- twists and turns all the way through it, and you're seeing these themes develop, but at the end, none of it 
at the end, you go away pondering it for a few days, going, what was the meaning of the film? And after a while, you come to the conclusion that the film didn't come to any conclusions itself. Mm. And it feels a little empty. That's true. That's that's, um, what I was trying to get at with when we reviewed Gravity, is it sort of plays lip service to a deeper meaning, but then ultimately there isn't one. Mm. Yeah, so that's... When it says, you know, what lengths will you go to to achieve things um, and the personal sacrifice is both uh, Hugh Jackman and uh, Christian Bale went to, uh, at the end mm. we don't really get a resolution of what's too far, what's not far enough, what's, like, everybody has consequences. and mm. well, who, yeah. who wins in this film? Like, who's the hero? Is there one? No, I think on purpose it was done that neither character was the hero nor the villain. Yeah, they like were they, just they all fail with each other. Yeah. 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 It's no, a film I where guess... you go, what did I learn from it? And I can't say I learned anything. You no, know but I mean? one of the one of the Batmans has a semi happy ending, doesn't it? Like one of the brothers, the twins? Gets his kid in the end. Yeah. Or as brother's kid. We don't know whose kid it is. Because he I shoots uh, he shoots Wolverine. Wolverine's dead, yeah. right? Hmm. Yeah. And his other brother is in prison? Yeah. Yeah. And then he's free and he's got the kid. And he gets it off yeah. Michael Caine at the end. And we guess that's the one that loved the lady and had the baby? Or do they uh, yeah, know, who, know whose baby nah. it is? Because they were both yeah. banging her, right? That's a, wow, that's a fair point. I get, maybe, that's a better film, isn't it? We should have been concentrating on that. Who's banging the missus and whose yeah, baby bang- is it? Wow, maybe that's worth a rewatch. Yeah. Because <laughs> she kills herself, doesn't she? Doesn't she Where die? do you draw the line, though, as the brother? You know, like he, when he has the bullet accident and he loses two fingers, right? Yeah. The big twist of how committed they are to the bit is that they, the brother chisels off the fingers so they look the same. Right? What if what if he'd lost a nut or something when he got shot? What if he had his cock shot off? Yeah. How committed are you to the bit? You'd have to cut it off. You go, yeah, We've come where's this the line? Right? You know, you're like, well, it's just a fucking magic trick. Yeah, ah, I think the jig's up now. Nope. Put, pull it out. Put it on the fucking block, mate. We're committed mate, to the bit. Mate, I lost a nut for this. I, you've got to. <laughs> I want you to come along with me too, mate. You got it. We're in this it. to the end. Oh, no it's, one's got to know. It's tucked away in my pants. That's it. <laughs> no, it's about your walk. It'll be different. It's you just... know what was un- unintentionally weird? Is Christ- Christian Bale walks the girl to her door and he says, Can I come in? And she says, no, no, I'm not one of those types of girls. Like, yeah, I'll see you later. You're a nice boy. And he goes, okay. Hmm. So he walks away and then she goes into the apartment and turns around and he's standing in there going, want a cup of tea? And they both yeah, laugh. Yeah, yeah. And I thought that was a rape scene. Like she would have gone, oh, the fuck, he's going to kill me. Didn't uh, sit well with me. Well, no, it was a little flirty, flirty. You know, you know, she wanted him to come inside and he's all being polite and leaves. And then he's in there, oh, you're so funny. But what's creepier 
is that they must have stalked her previously to know where she lived for the brother to get inside her apartment. It's all that's very the, weird, Brad. Yeah, that's the scarier part, you know? And then, yeah, as you as you say, which one of them was banging her or were they both? They were both banging her, Brad. They were both banging <laughs> They could have slipped culture. something into her coffee and done it at the same time and just told her, oh, it was a dream. It was a dream. No, you know, how could that have happened? Yeah. I think what, the film, I think the theme of the film you're missing out on is that people are generally dumb. People are stupid. <laughs> That's what it's saying. Like that lady, how did she not fucking know that it was a different guy? You know, like twins are twins, sure, but you, you know, you know, it's not like. When you're in high school and there's twins, you're like, oh, fuck, there's David over there. No, he's over there. No, you're like, okay, that's David and that's his fucking twin brother, Bruce, because Bruce has got a fucking lazy eye or something, you know, like there's always something different. <laughs> and then so that she's dumb and then there's old fucking Wolverine, Hugh Jackman, where it's so obvious that even Michael Caine knows it's they've got a double. And he says it to him. He's like, no, he doesn't. And he spends his whole life doing some dumb shit and traveling. Yeah, like and, and, and there's more dumb. I think Hugh's even so dumb that he spends his, like, he gets the diary, right? He finds fucking things, diary, and he's following it day to day. And he's, all right, he's been talking to fucking Tesla. So I'm going to go over, uh, travel the world and spend weeks doing this experiments and blah. And then I turn to the last page of the diary and I read it. And, Oh, it was all a big fucking joke and everywhere. What? Who? The day he got the diary, he would have read it from front to back and then gone about his life. It's not like he's going to read one page at a time and fucking, you know, draw it out. He would have uh, read it and got to the end straight away. Stupid yeah. plot device. You know what I just thought of? That was mm. the, probably the dumbest thing. <laughs> Go ahead. Hugh Jackman has in possession a duplicating machine that can duplicate any matter, like a human Correct. to a hat. A hat. And he decides, mm. what's he going to do with this duplicating machine? He's going to mm. do magic tricks in a theater. Yeah, he's going to, yeah. And he's going to keep killing his clones. He's going to, yeah, he's going to keep killing his clones. Why don't you just say, holy fuck, I own a duplicating machine. Mm -hmm. I'm, a, I'm mm -hmm. an instant billionaire. I don't yep. need this magic shit There you go. Mm -hmm. <laughs> oh, well, no, that goes back to your theme. Like the theme could be obsession. And he was obsessed with beating his competition. So he was blinded to what he'd actually created in the fervor of beating his competition. So yeah, that I can... Yeah, I can Nikola Tesla's that. worried about turning a light bulb on. He's invented a duplicating machine. That's incredible. Mm. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> like, doesn't that just blow um, Edison out of the water? Yeah, but, you know, uh, Bowie, Bowie was strong on ethics, and he was like, I will work on it, but, you know, and then he walked he's, away because it was an abomination. He's just invented instant transportation across the ocean. Yeah. Well, you know? He has and he hasn't. He's invented the ability to double yourself across the ocean, but then there's two of you, so you got to kill one. Do you? <laughs> well, yeah. Otherwise, you're going to have, you know, one of you in every country. Oh, I suppose that'd be all right. You could duplicate hot chicks 
And then the fat mm. chicks, you just push them off a cliff. Do you? Do, oh, Dan, cancel. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, uh, to be less do you, sexist, do you, you could duplicate hot dudes and push fat dudes off a cliff. How about that? No, I, I see that's happy. okay. I'm okay with that. When it's, you know, against men, it's fine. Uh, do you want a Pamela Anderson? Sure, here you go. Here's your version of Pamela Anderson. And yeah, oh, human slavery would be revolutionized. No one would complain. Do you, like, do you everyone want everyone gets their own Pamela Anderson? One slave, not enough. Here, have three of the same one. Can I duplicate the same slave? Yes, you could. Yes, you can. That's it. Thank you. Working out for you? What double the work? This is a great invention. Like, why, why is he fucking around with magic tricks? <laughs> mm, plot holes. Could have been. Uh, or he could have gone, man, I'm feeling poor. Let me put this $1 note into the duplicator machine over and over and over again. Yeah, well, that's counterfeiting. Uh, he no, could duplicate himself and make an army, army and just like oh, take over the world. What could you do? Yeah. Yeah. The implications. Yeah. Huge. Yeah. So did you see this at the cinema when it came out? Yeah. Yeah, I thought it was great. It was kind of, I but remember it being kind of a buzz movie, right? Like everybody had to see it. Yeah, I think it's a well-made film. It's got a really interesting premise to it. It keeps you glued to the end, but then you kind of like, there's a lot of, yeah, it doesn't quite all add up, and that's not really, it doesn't actually have a deep story to it or anything. Mm, yeah. I think it's like Christopher Nolan can come up with some interesting gimmicks, but then he doesn't really make a very heartfelt film. Was this his first? Was this his first major film? No. No. No? What did he do he before did, this? Um, remember, it was Memento. Ah, oh, that's it. Yeah, Memento and, was, uh, uh, that was like his Reservoir Dog, his breaking on the scene. And then yeah, he did yeah. uh, that one with Robin Williams and Al Pacino. Uh, what was it? Insomnia, which I don't remember was being very good. To be yeah, honest. no, I, was I don't boring. remember that being good at all. Um, okay, yeah, and then obviously he went on to do the Batmans and Inception and all that sort of stuff. Uh, so he went places, Mister Nolan. Yeah, but I don't think this was this is not anywhere near his peak form. Oh, I don't know. I kind of think it's the best he's done, to be honest. Um, really? Hmm. Yeah. But yeah, it's certainly but I... not. Yeah, so he does Inception. high up the emotional side of movies. I always find them a little bit... Uh, hmm. A little right. empty. Hmm. Hmm. Did you get through it in one sitting? So, yeah. On the rewatch? Yeah. You did? Yeah, I did. I did start losing a little bit of attention towards the end. On yeah. Watch. yeah, not much to hold. One, again, once you know, I mean, the, the sixth sense, you know, those kind of films with a big twist. Most of them, once you know the twist, eh, you know, you might watch it again to go, oh, were there any clues? Any clues? But after that, you know, sort of the the need to rewatch is gone, yeah. And this one, yeah, I found it kind of. But not painful. It was I hadn't seen it since it came out. So rewatching, I was like, oh, you know, I get it. There's Hugh Jackman and oh, it's Christian Bale. Yeah, yeah it wasn't. Yeah, wouldn't rave about it. 
I find it interesting. I find it. I enjoy it. I think it's a really good film. I'm going to rate it well, but it just does fall a little flat on what's it all mean at the end for me. Hmm. Mm. So it wasn't deep enough. Didn't have enough layers. Well, it's I think just it, tr- that it plays lip service to the layers, but then it never actually comes to any resolutions on what. No the conclusion. Film means. Yeah. yeah. You don't I agree. learn anything from the moral of the story other than what if you're obsessed with something it's always going to end up bad it's always going to turn out like a shitstorm. you know is that what the film tells us life sucks yeah nah. you gotta kind of become obsessed with something to like achieve something great and he's sort sure. of saying well that always turns to shit <laughs> Yeah, mm. I, mm. I did enjoy all the animals getting destroyed, though, like the canaries just getting crunched in the machine. Crushed in the cage, yeah. I'm sure that's historically correct. That sounds about right. It's probably um, is, yeah. Yeah. But the idea of, you know, building a contraption that... Uh, what did Hugh Jackman try and do? It was a cage that was all, like, spring-loaded and shit to, mm-hmm. to keep the canary alive. And then old, uh, I can't remember. That didn't his look name. like a yeah. jacket. That didn't look real. Like you put your jacket on, you know he's wearing that giant thing. Under yeah, there. yeah, yeah, yeah. It was. Uh, it's a double. You know, <laughs> people were dumber back then. I guess that's the theme of the see, film. Uh, you see, David Copperfield got in trouble. Like some woman sued him or something for one of his shows, and he had really? to reveal his trick in, in court. Right. Did and it was people say- disappearing and then reappearing at the end of the stage. Yeah. At the other side of the theatre. And all it was is they had a special tunnel underneath the stage where people would have to be in in on the trick. Oh, and yeah. basically once they disappear, quickly run through the tunnel underneath the audience and pop up the other side. Hmm. But that's a trick that, you know, millions of Millions and millions of dollars every year people are pumping into that theater to, to watch a simple little trick like that. Yeah, I mean, look, there are all the all the magic's simple, I guess, but it's the you go for the spectacle, right? Which is kind of what they did in the film as well. You know, the, it was the spectacle, not the trick, where Hugh Jackman's character was like. It's all about the trick, not the spectacle, you know. Whereas, like, yeah. Copperfield, I remember being, I must have been, like, five years old when that motherfucker walked through the Great Wall of China. Do you remember that? It's on TV. Oh, yeah. it's big deal, man. And it was mm. the theatrics of it, and it was literally, like, a backlit a white sheet, and it showed his shadow <laughs> walking into the wall and coming out the other side, and... Like part of my kid brain knew he wasn't walking through the wall, but also my kid brain was like, this is the greatest thing I've ever seen. Look at that suave, mulleted motherfucker in his white shirt and black pants walking through the Great Wall of China. It was great. He had a, he had a Christmas special every year, and it was like he's making a 747 disappear this year. Mm-hmm. And it was always like, yeah, I don't believe the shit. <laughs> it was always pretty sketchy what he was doing. Yeah. 
Do you watch the lead it up in your like insane. the special was better than like the final trick at the end. Like, sure. That's how I remember it. Yeah. But that's that's the spectacle, you know? It was all smoke and mirrors and, and performance. And it was it's great. And he was banging Claudia Schiffer, wasn't he? So uh, more power didn't to him. back then, let's face it. Ah. Um, if you had to double feature this with something, Brad, what would you Ooh. double feature it with? Similar kind Ooh. of a film. Oh, you go first. I need to ponder this for a minute. Uh, the old oh, shit. double feature. Uh, you didn't think about it either? <laughs> no, I didn't think about it either. <laughs> uh, I was just looking here and I usually write something down, but I've, I didn't do it this time. Um, What's a magic name, film? Yeah, I was going to say name another magic film. I don't think magic films have been very popular over the years. You could there, you put it with. There was a Steve Carroll comedy. Oh yeah, that was actually um, fairly good. Yeah. It was like the Wonder Blibliss or something like that, wasn't it? The Wonder Brothers or. Yeah. Oh God, I can't remember. Um, and then the there's incredible that now you see or... me song uh, films, which I don't. Think oh yeah, really good. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Magic gone wrong. Yeah, this is dead air. I'm gonna uh, like, <laughs> <laughs> but you can't double feature it. Maybe you can. I'm gonna put it with. I'm gonna put it with. Yeah, it's gonna be a Nolan box set, and it's gonna be uh, a better Nolan film. Not about magic, but we'll, I'm gonna put Memento in there. So you're going to watch his good start and then his mediocre middle period. So Memento and The Prestige. I'm going to link this with Christian Bale and say American Ooh. Psycho. That's a fucking cool film. Yeah, <laughs> there you go. Yeah, yeah. There you go. So if I go over to the, the dim-witted people on IMDb, IMDb averaged this at about 8.5. Uh, someone okay. gave it a 10, just as intriguing the second time. Someone said no. nine. Outstanding acting performance, worth the price of admission. Was, said, on that note, do you think the acting was good? Do you think? Yeah, they're all great, I think. Yeah. They were good solid. in it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. solid? Mm. Yeah, okay, I guess I agree. But, yeah, they're all being like, Christian Bale's being Christian Bale. I don't think he's like, you know, yeah. kind of doing Hugh a Bruce Jackman's Wayne. Jackman's really good though. I'm always really impressed with Hugh Jackman. Hugh Jackman is good actually. Good. I think I think the role suited him and his. He's quite theatrical himself, so it was good. I liked his portrayal of drunk. Remember when he got the double? He had the and he has a fake nose to pull off yep. the trick. Yeah, I, I thought, thought he was great, great as the double. That's funny. Yeah, yeah it's funny. It's good. Sorry, Chris, carry on. It's funny. Christian Bale is British, but he feels like he's putting on a fake British accent. Because <laughs> mm. I don't think he's uh, Cockney. I don't think, or whatever that accent is, I don't think that's his actual British accent. Mm. That felt a bit oh, fake. All right. Scarlet's great. Michael Caine's always solid, isn't he? Michael Caine. I was surprised by Scarlett Johansson popping up in this. I'd forgotten all about her being in this. And then this year, so I was like, oh, wow, look at that. And that was it, you know? Look at that. She's fine. <laughs> Good-looking lady. 
Yes. Uh, someone gave it a five. Now you see it. Now you wish you hadn't. And yeah. someone gave it a five saying it had its moments. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. So what are you going to give this? Brad, how, how, how would you rate it? I'm giving it six chopped off fingers out of ten. It was like, yeah, a fun ride, but repeated viewing. Not as good, but if you've never seen it, psh, give it a shot. Mm. What say you? I think I'm going to I'm going to smash seven and a half uh, canaries. I think I'm oh, putting seven yeah. and a half canaries through the meat grinder on this one. I think it's pretty good. Pretty good. Yeah. Can I give it? Can I give it an extra half point for? Having the Bowie. I think any film that has the Bowie deserves an extra half point. Just yeah, we didn't talk the about the Bowie. A... The Bowie's great, wasn't he? He made the world a better place. I think he's magnetic. Yeah. I can't, can't take my eyes off Bowie when he's on screen. Absolutely. I mean, he's amazing. Yeah. The yeah. accent, a little, you know, a little weird, but it's Bowie. You're like, yeah, pull it off, buddy. Yeah. They were a little slow to figure out the hats were piling up outside, weren't they? Oh, yeah. You'd think <laughs> when you're going home, you're just walking out the door, you'd think you'd see that in your peripheral vision, a giant pile of fucking hats. But then it was the cat that gave it away, eh? Like it meowed outside. Yeah. Yeah, maybe it's dark every time they go out. Or Oh, yeah, that's true. Yeah, know. okay. But still, yeah, but big it, pile of fucking hats in your backyard. You'd think you'd notice that. The cats were, well, I mean, the hats were all piled up pretty much by the front door as far as I could tell. Yeah, that's what I thought as well. Even if you left at night in the dark, sure, that's okay, you go home. But you come back in the morning and you'd be like, oh, geez, a big fucking pile of hats over there. Because Hugh Jackman mm. arrived in the day coming up the path. You think you look to his left and go, why's he got all these fucking hats sitting over there for? Tesla's a so, weird dude. Tesla, why you got all those hats outside? Well, I can only wear the hats once, and then I discard them. (laughs) Yep. Mm. All right. So we're kind of in agreement there. We're in the ballpark. You know, that's all right. We're not always fucking uh, at opposite ends of the spectrum. So what did you say in the end? It's six and a half. Six and a half. Only because of the Bowie. I'd give it a... Yeah. yeah. It's okay. it's a quality, well-made film. It's definitely, definitely worth watching. I Agreed. would say, but it's not a perfect film. Oh no, like no, it. no! It's it's the prestige is reasonably prestigious. Hmm. hmm. Oh, I think good we've done day. it. I think good we've day done to it. you, sir. Good day to good you, day. sir. I said good day. Good day.